Welcome to Beyond the Obvious for 2021. Over the past couple of months, I've been reflecting on how I can provide you, my audience, with the most value in this podcast format, hence the delayed start to the year. Whilst I really enjoy the long-form conversational podcast format, it's a pretty crowded space, and I do think there are other people in the world better able to serve that audience. And today's podcast showcases a great example of that. In today's episode, I've reproduced a snippet of an interview where I appeared as a guest in the Get Invested podcast with Bushy Martin. Bushy's a natural conversationalist. He's thoughtful, curious, and certainly put me at ease during our discussion. You can find the full episode of our conversation at bushymartin.com.au or you can find the Get Invested podcast on Apple or Spotify or any of the other podcast platforms. I'll leave a link to the full episode in the show notes. Moving forward, the format for Beyond the Obvious is going to focus more on providing direct value to traders and investors via a Q&A format. As a listener, if you have any particular question or questions that you'd like me to answer, whether it be regarding your trading or investment process or mindset, please send me an email at email at davidhobart.com with your questions. I'll do my best to answer them on an upcoming episode. Or, if you're a little bit more adventurous and you'd like some free coaching from me relating to some specific area in your trading and investing and are willing to have a recorded conversation that we can share with this audience, then please get in touch. Of course, we won't post anything without your blessing, but the idea is to give our listeners some free coaching because in my experience, every bit of coaching that I do with an individual is equally relevant to a broader audience. So if you'd like to feature on Beyond the Obvious please reach out to me via email. Now back to today's episode. I hope you enjoy my chat with Bushy Martin and please subscribe to Bushy's podcast, Get Invested. This is David Hobart from Beyond the Obvious, the podcast in search of unexpected insights for investment professionals. The underlying thing here is, and you you mentioned it well before, is the, the psychology Mm. And uh, would love to expand a bit on that because uh, I think it's a it's an underestimated for the average Joe, not someone with your level of sophistication, but for the average Joe, it's not something that there's not a lot of mirror time spent understanding who they are and how that's impacting on uh, their investing or trading performance. Can I get you to talk a little bit about that? <laughs> Yeah, sure. Um, so, Bushy, I think, so like, training psychology, I spent a lot of time on this because I was a, a, a discretionary trader, uh, which basically means that I'm making buy-to-sell decisions based on a loose set of rules but not a deterministic kind of set of rules, so like a systematic trader. So, uh, when you're a discretionary trader, like, suddenly these, you know, your decision inputs are affected by your biases, they're affected by you know, a whole range of stuff that you bring to the table and to the point where sometimes you can end up trading yourself. You're not even trading the market, Mm. Um, which, um, you know, by and large, you know, it's a pretty hard way to make a living, actually. Um, It can be interesting um, as a a means of personal development and self-discovery, but it's a pretty expensive one, actually. (laughs) Uh, Yep. Yeah, so so uh, the way I tend to f- f- see trading psychology these days is, I mean, firstly, you've got to have a base level of of 
uh, self awareness and and capacity to leave your ego at the you know at the door. Um, and you know, I've I've written a curriculum called I call it self care, which is basically um, uh, self compassion, self awareness, self regulation, self expression, and 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 what that enables. It's a series of sort of a, it's a progressive uh, meditation experience that helps people to get to a place where they can kind of press a an emotional reset button on demand, if you like, mm. so that they're, they're not bringing all their baggage with them, uh, their past experiences and their past hurts and failures and whatever to their decision-making. Um, it's a way to kind of look at uncertainty and not be overwhelmed by the anxiety associated with uncertainty, but actually to be free and curious uh, when faced with uncertainty. That uh, sounds like a pretty powerful because uh, because you're habit breaking. You're, you're getting into the realms of the subconscious and, and smashing through some of that stuff with uh, that sort of work. Yeah, not, not fairly gently though. Well, she like I'm not. Uh, it's not psychotherapy or anything, but it's it's um it's it's literally you know. And basically, what I, I've over twenty five years. So my first job as a trader at BT, uh, you know, I walked into a dealing room uh, and saw. Guys that have been trading for 15 years, um, you know, just completely impacted by their emotions from the day before. So, you know, yeah. made money, they'd come in the next day cocky, they'd lose money. They'd, they'd come in the next day and they'd miss opportunity because they were sheepish. It's just a classic, um, you know, making decisions based on past emotional experience. And I, and I just looked at that as a 22-year-old and went, my God, if I'm going to do this for a career, I need, I need, I need to be able to approach this in a manner that's, that's I'm not at the whim of my emotions. Yeah. Um, so I, I went down a path of, you know, a psychological, emotional, spiritual kind of discovery where I, you know, did a whole range of stuff so that I could literally turn up to work and press a button where I was not impacted. Because I, I didn't never wanted to be a robot. I never wanted to be a systematic trader per se where I didn't, you know, emotion had no impact because I'm an emotional being. I'm, I'm, I'm more about reading people than I am about reading the market. So I didn't want to turn that off. Yeah. Um, anyway, so over, t- over the years, I developed a process for myself which um, enables me to do that. I can press a button and clear my crap. You know, and it's, I find it helpful. It's not just helpful for decision-making around trading. It's, it's actually helpful in life. life. Yeah. yeah. I can uh, say that being a massive thing, mate, because uh, hmm. so many of our, our decisions generally are clouded with emotion. Uh, so being able to clear some of the, the backlog and, and treat a situation as new is a pretty rare skill, I would have thought, Dave. Yeah, oh, look, I find it helpful. And, you know, the people that do the program find it helpful. It's, you know, because it's quite a gentle way. Because basically all I did was reverse engineer. I went, okay, well, this is the output. How do I, like, how do you need to train your brain to be able to get to a place where you can press this button, you know, free of fear or anxiety or, you know, uh, all that stuff. So that's all I did. And that's where I went, okay, well, actually, you need to firstly start with self-compassion. As It might sound a little airy-fairy or, or, or soft, no, but it's no. actually, no, no. You need to bring, you need to, you need to be able to uh, have tools in the kit to be able to uh, treat yourself with compassion before you try to really build on self-awareness. Because self-awareness, I mean, there's, you know, in all the academic literature, there's this paradox of self-awareness where um, 
you know, it can lead to more reflection. Sorry, uh, sorry, not reflection. I should say rumination versus reflection. So it can become uh, where you can sort of pile in on yourself when you're when you're trying to. You've got when you're reflecting, you become more ruminative if you don't have tools to um, uh, manage that. So uh, you you know you need it's basically scaffolding. So it's mental scaffolding as self compassion tools before you go into self awareness. And then we do a whole range of meditation exercises around self-awareness and then, and not just meditation, there's written exercises and, you know, th- thought and process around that. And then we go into self-regulation, which is sort of how do you, given your new awareness uh, or heightened sense of self-awareness, how do I turn that into action in life, in the world? Um, and what are some you know, tools to help me better regulate my reactions to emotional you know, discombobulation. And then, um, and then, you know, from there there's that notion of self-expression, which is a new means of expression, which is the actual leap, if you like, where you can press this reset button whenever your stuff comes up. Um, but that, that, that was a slight digression, Bushy. Like that's, Not that's, really, because I, I, as a life skill... Uh, uh, I think every listener that's listening to this episode, including myself, could benefit from uh, what you've just described because decision-making in any format, uh, if if you can uh, become self-aware, the least of self-regulation, that that then gives you the self-expression and the confidence to make good, clear, rational uh, decisions that take on board the emotional content, but, but in an objective sort of way, is a is a, a, a I think a, a fundamental skill that would be useful to success in any endeavour. Well, yes, and I, you know you're preaching to the converted there. I I, I, I find it a very valuable uh, tool for me personally, and as I say, the people that have done the program, you know, find it pretty helpful too. So it's you know it's a but I, I say it in the context of, um, you know, traders and investors, um, the, what I've experienced with uh, people coming to me and saying, look, I, I've, I'm tripping over myself all the time, I'm making poor decisions and then, I, you know, greed and fear gets in the way and uncertainty and, you know, blah, blah, blah. So you, all these emotional um, uh, issues getting in the, in the road of their decision-making I say, well, yes, there's that base level of, you know, do this program and that will be of, that'll definitely help you to kind of find a, a, a base rate, emotional base rate for you to be able to be more objective and to uh, learn more about how you respond in certain circumstances, how it is that your past is actually impacting present decisions and, and emotional experiences and all that. Um, that. That's a base, like that's important, but actually... If you don't have good process as a trader and investor, um, and it's you know we're not talking just traders here, Bushy. You know, as you know, in investing generally, if you don't have good process, that leads to poor mindset. Yeah. Um, you know, it leads to all these emotional pushes and pulls that get in the way, and then you sort of think it's just the emotion that's causing you all the grief. Actually, no. You know, I would say eight times out of ten. It's poor process that leads to poor emotional outcome. 
Um, I think the, the the grounding in the you know having tools at your disposal from an emotional regulation perspective is massively important, but it's like twenty percent of the deal. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, you've really got to have a, a, a great understanding of your own process. What you know, what are you good at? What's the edge that you're bringing? What what anomaly are you trying to exploit? Like, um, and have rigor around that, and do the work around that, and that's going to really make a big difference to your psychology. That's it for today's episode of Beyond the Obvious. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the episode, please share it with your friends and colleagues. If you'd like to get in touch, please reach out to me on LinkedIn or on my website, davidhobart.com. Until next time, hooray.